It's Tuesday, July 30th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Tonight is night one of the Democratic debates round two. We'll dive into the matchups and the issues to look out for as Dems battle it out for the presidential nomination. Then over 100 million Capital One credit card applications and accounts were hacked in what's being called one of the biggest data breaches ever. We'll give you the details. And finally, why Katy Perry's dark horse is looking even darker. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. The most complicated story today is, what's on TV tonight? No, we're not talking about the drama of The Bachelorette season finale. But our DVR is about to put in some major overtime. Because it's also the first night of the second Democratic primary debate. Remember, there are just so many people running they have to split the squad. This time, the 2020 candidates will be checking in with voters, live from the famous Fox Theater in Detroit, Michigan. There will be 20 candidates total, 10 tonight and 10 tomorrow. Yep, another two-parter. The candidates for each night were drawn at random. We're going to get into what to expect, the dynamics to look out for and the issues at play, and why some candidates will be working extra hard to get your attention. Okay, so the big frontrunners on stage tonight are progressive firebrands Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders and Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. Sanders and Warren have been trading off second place in the polls, right behind frontrunner former VP Joe Biden. But for the most part, Sanders and Warren have kept things cordial on the campaign trail. Tonight, things could get a little more real. And if they do, you might start to notice that there are things they don't quite agree on. Like whether their support for Medicare for All means definitely getting rid of private insurance altogether. While we're talking about big matchups, keep an eye on South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg and former Texas Congressman Beto O'Rourke, aka the young upstarts of the 2020 field. They're more moderate and might try to draw support away from Biden. Repping the Midwest, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar and Ohio Congressman Tim Ryan. And then there are the candidates waiting in the wings. Self-help guru Marianne Williamson, former Maryland Congressman John Delaney, former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper, and Montana Governor Steve Bullock, who's making his debate debut. His big claim to fame? Montana re-elected him the same night the state elected Donald Trump as president back in 2016. So expect some chest-thumping from Bullock over his bipartisan credibility. So those are the candidates and some of the big topics. There's another big one, race. It will likely get brought up during this debate. President Trump has spent the last few weeks calling out minority members of Congress and denigrating urban communities in the U.S. Detroit, where tonight's debate is happening, is another city that's dealt with racial tensions. Tonight, every candidate on stage will be white. Tomorrow is a totally different story. One person to keep an eye on tomorrow? California Senator Kamala Harris. She got a lot of attention last time around for this. And I'm going to now direct this at Vice President Biden. Um, I do not believe you are a racist. Harris called Biden out for touting his work with segregationist senators and for opposing busing back in the 70s. That's when school districts across the country tried to desegregate by busing kids of different races to different schools across town. The Biden-Harris busing exchange got Harris a surge of support. Her poll numbers have gone down a bit, but she's still in fourth, and Biden is still number one. Biden's campaign has since called out Harris, saying her own support for busing is iffy. 
the two will be back on stage together tomorrow night. And Harris won't be the only person trying to take down Biden. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker will be there too. He's also been hitting the history books and has recently called Biden out for supporting the 1994 crime bill, which included the three strikes rule. Critics say that put a disproportionate number of African Americans in jail, many for life. Also on stage, former Housing and Urban Development Secretary Julian Castro, who made headlines last time when he called out Beto O'Rourke over his immigration policy, Hawaii Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard, and entrepreneur Andrew Yang. It's a diverse field. And there are also New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, Colorado Senator Michael Bennett, New York Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, and Washington Governor Jay Inslee. Before a lot of those people we just mentioned, this could be their last time on the 2020 debate stage. It's going to be a lot harder to make the cut next time. Candidates have until the end of August to prove two things. One, that they're polling 2% or higher in four or more polls. And two, that they've received contributions from at least 130,000 people, as well as 400 different voters across 20 states. So far, only eight candidates have made the cut. Which means for the candidates on the sidelines, tonight and tomorrow is make or break if they want to be on stage next time. So what's the skim? The second 2020 Democratic primary debate will air tonight and tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern on CNN, and also on its streaming platforms free of charge. These debates could last for over two hours, so get snacks. This will likely be the last big debate before the Democratic Party starts winnowing down the field to the big players. For more on what to watch for tonight and details on all the 2020 candidates, head over to theskim.com slash 2020. What's in your wallet? If it's a Capital One card, you might want to call your bank. Yesterday, Capital One announced that information for more than 100 million credit card applications had been hacked back in March. The bank says none of the bank account numbers or login credentials were compromised. This is one of the biggest data breaches ever. But if you're picturing a dark basement full of computer geeks typing furiously on keyboards, think again. Right now, just one woman was charged with pulling off the job. Yesterday, Seattle authorities charged Paige Thompson with one count of computer fraud. She's accused of hacking credit scores, balances, income information, and social security numbers from millions of people in the US and Canada. And then she talked about it a couple of times. According to court documents, back in April, Thompson uploaded the data she hacked to the website GitHub. That's a place where software developers store and share their projects. Someone saw that post and told Capital One about it two weeks ago. That GitHub account was linked to her full name and identity. But Thompson had also talked about it. Under the handle erratic, she told someone in a Twitter DM that she'd basically, quote, strap myself with a bomb vest by admitting what she'd done. And under the same handle, she wrote about it on a Slack chat. That's a messaging app that a lot of businesses use. Thompson allegedly explained that she was able to break into the bank system using a special command that let her access the files. Thompson was able to allegedly use that special command because she used to work at Amazon Web Services. That's the cloud computing company that stored Capital One's info and is a subsidiary of Amazon. Thompson's hack includes data going back to 2005. 
So if you've applied for a Capital One card in the last 14 years, even if you didn't end up getting that card, she could have accessed your info. Capital One says it will notify customers who have been affected by the breach and give them free credit monitoring and protection. And if this sounds like deja vu, you aren't wrong. The announcement of this hack comes just a week after the credit bureau Equifax settled a similar breach for $700 million. That hack impacted 147 million people. And it's not too late to find out if you are one of them. If you file a claim, you could end up getting 125 bucks in the settlement. So here's a song you probably remember. That's Dark Horse, Katy Perry's 2013 hit that has 2.6 billion views on YouTube as of this afternoon. Well, a jury said this week that Perry shouldn't be getting all the credit. On Monday, she lost a lawsuit brought by Christian rapper Flame. He alleges that Dark Horse ripped off his song, Joyful Noise. This one. The jury said, yep, Sounds the same. Today, phase two of the trial starts, where they will decide just how much Perry has to pay Flame in damages. If Pat's cases are any guide, it could be a lot. Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams lost a similar suit in 2015 to the family of Marvin Gaye, when a jury found that blurred lines sounded a bit too similar to Gaye's 1977 hit, Got to Give It Up. Thicke and Williams had to fork over more than five million bucks. Sometimes, it pays to be ripped off. Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you from your vision. You know how your camera can zoom in to see things far away? Well, scientists from the University of California, San Diego, have developed a contact lens that can do that too. This is so cool. All you'd have to do to zoom in is blink twice. Here's how it works. Apparently, your eye has electric potential. And when we look around or blink, it can be measured, even when we sleep. So scientists develop contact lenses, which are basically tiny robots. And they use that tiny electric impulse to send a signal to the robot lens to change its focal length. Scientists hope the technology could eventually be used to create prosthetic eyes, adjustable glasses, or remotely operated robotics. And of course, it would mean less money to get a good view at concerts. Cheap seats for the win. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks for listening, and we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review. And remember, if you want to know more about the 2020 candidates and the issues the Democrats are talking about tonight and tomorrow night, we have more on our website, theskim.com slash 2020. And we'll have full coverage of tonight's Dem debates in tomorrow's Daily Skim.